Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. Well, I think we're going to start this show off with a game. I know I'm in the studio. I'm in the studio. Well, you just blew the game. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You just blew the game. So how has been your week? How's been your week? What kind of school did that go to? My week has been okay. Has it? Yeah. It has. I had car work done. It's expensive. Doesn't make me happy, but what are you going to do? What did you have done? Brakes, new tires, Ah. shocks, all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. Sounds like you got a whole new car. Well, yeah, and I, I, um, I was in an accident a few well Halloween actually. Oh, what happened? Well, it wasn't it wasn't anything terrible. There were there was an accident, and they were merging three lanes of traffic down to one I'm uh, in yeah. the lane that everybody's merging into. So I was stopped, and a very old gentleman, eighty six years old, crashed into the side of my car. I think I saw you showed yeah. me the damage. Yeah, right. Not terrible, yeah. but yeah. expensive to fix and. So now I'm getting that done, too. So I will have a whole new car. Well, I mean, how long have you had it? You haven't had it that long, right? No. I mean, long it, enough to do all that stuff to it. Yeah, it's, you know? uh, it's a 2008, so. Yeah. They start needing work. Yeah, no, that, that's true. That's true. And you go? do you go to the same guy that you used to always go to? Yeah. Yeah. Always. Yeah, I think Trust I went him. right on uh, mine, not mine, highway, uh, Monterey? No, no, no. This one is on... Um, this the mechanic is on Indian River Drive. Oh, okay. And uh, I had to go where the insurance sent me for to get the car. Okay, well, um, we're gonna we're gonna need to go to. Uh, oh no, we're not. I thought my sister just sent me a an error saying that something is wrong, and I hear a funny hissing in my ear. I thought it was us, but it's not. It's her. She can't connect. Oh. So, <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I mean, my week was, was pretty uneventful outside of all the madness with, oh, with Toys for Tots. How's Toys for Tots well, going? Um, we have one more show of it, actually. Uh, that's how I look at it. Yeah. Uh, this, the next week we do distribution, which is going to be chaos, but, but right after that it's done. You know, and sadly, um, I, since I've been doing it, I, I've come to the realization that uh, people don't follow directions <laughs> whatsoever. Please read this email in its entirety. And you could put down at the bottom, if you type back the the word red, I will pay you $1,000 and I will never get the word red uh, because nobody reads to, me. to the bottom because of Because nobody reads all the way down. Right. And, you know, read this because it, it contains everything you will need to be able to um, complete your toy request. Nope. Nope. And, um, you know, but other than that, I, we, we got, I've, I've been able to do quite a few um, events where, you know, generous people um, include us in 
um, you know, giving like either either with toy drives or with monetary donations, and everything that we get stays stays right within the county, within St. Lucie County, and um, you know that's how that's how we operate. Uh, la- a week before last, um, PGA had their um, membership appreciation day. It was the last Sunday, last Saturday, and. If you bring a toy between the hours of one and four, I think it was that the, the pro shop was open. If you bring a toy, you get thirty percent off the uh, anything in the pro shop. So, they, you know, like maybe a ten dollar value toy. So they bring toys, and um, you know, they they do their Christmas shopping. There's people that you know they're serving wine and cheese and oh, have a, a bunch party. of oh no yeah so and it's and it's a very welcoming environment and. Um, it's funny because I go there and there are people that remember me that I have no clue who they are. You know, I I wouldn't know who they were if I passed them in public and they're like, Oh, good to see you. It's been a great year and this and that. And I hand them their, uh, their, um, thing for, uh, their 30% off. And at the end of the night, when I look to see what we ultimately collected, it was that much greater than any year prior. So that tells me that there is more of an awareness or maybe even the mindset that, that the world is gaining, um, that there are people that know that there are people that need help. Right. You know, and that's not, not only with toys, with, with everything else. And, you know, w- w- our shows about addiction and recovery, um, I think there are more people that are aware that people need assistance, but maybe they just don't know how. It's easy to go buy a toy. It's easy to go into a store and buy a toy. It's not necessarily easy to help somebody who is struggling because what do you do? You throw up your shoulders and and you don't know what to do. And sometimes there is nothing you can do. I think that... You know, if if we look at it in the context of addiction, you want to help, but you can, you know, there is really nothing anybody can do to help somebody unless they're ready and willing to accept assistance or, or ready and willing to accept help. And right, I, I right. would, you know, I think what you're doing is absolutely wonderful. And I can't imagine how many toys you must have. I mean, there must be. Thousands, um, tens of thousands. Yeah. We gave away twenty nine thousand eighty five toys last year. Wow! So that must take such a tremendous effort, because it's all volunteer. Yeah, it must yeah. take a tremendous effort and a lot of really caring, giving hearts. And th- I guess this is one way you can help and give back. It, it makes me. It makes me feel good that on other aspects of need, people. Absolutely, step up and 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 be counted, be claimed. Um, I, I'm in a store and and I have a Toys for Tots shirt on or something like that, and people come up to me with with toys and say, yeah. you know, can you add this to your box? If there's not a, if not if there's not a box in the store, and uh, you know, it's it's good. It would be awesome if we could get that focus on. You know, active addiction, active alcoholism, or or any of the other other diseases that uh, are really tearing this world apart. 
um, you know, it's and people just are not, being maligned and and yeah. you know crucified rather than considered sick and needing, you know, needing help, needing assistance, needing care. Well, we I, I don't necessarily know. Like there were there were a few people that came through to give a toy with the intention of getting the thirty percent off. Yeah, of course. So, you know that there, there are there are a lot of people who uh, are still jaded about anything that they don't necessarily understand. And I think that's what happens with addiction. There's a lot of people that it really hasn't personally, you know, quote unquote, personally affected yet. So they still have that jaded or, or it has affected them personally and they don't know how to deal with it. Well, I mean, we know people like that specifically that, that are so angry because their world was shattered because somebody chose to, uh, uh, shatter it for them, and that's not. Well, it's very easy to get angry when yeah. you're on the other end, and you know all the bad things keep happening, and you you know you you are promised this and that, and you believe it, and you believe it, and you believe it because you want to, and every time the promises are broken, and after a while, you can't believe anything that this person is saying, because nothing nothing that they're telling you is ever the truth. Right. Right. So you know, it, like you know, that, it's a that very old difficult joke, that old joke. How can you tell a lawyer's lying? When his, his lips, lips are moving. moving. Yeah. yeah, there's even a song yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's how I was when I was active. Yeah, I didn't even know. I mean, I was lying to myself as soon as I woke up. So how wouldn't I be lying to you? Did you ever feel any guilt when you were in the midst of the active part of the addiction? Um, or were you just too sick to even no, feel that I, way? I, no, the, the morals that were instilled with me, the morals that I was born with were, were still there and they popped out. I mean, I, I, I stuffed them pretty well like a, like a good addict does. But, um, you know, there were times when I did things and I felt very, very bad about it. But I could justify it in my head because it was, it was something that I had to do to keep myself going. Right. You know, and that's the bad thing about it. You know, uh, you know, it, 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 it isn't anything that is fun. It isn't anything that is grand. It isn't anything that uh, I was choosing to do after a specific time. I, I, I had no choice. I was driven by something greater than myself. Like that, you know, that people say, you know, I found a, a power greater than myself. And it restored me to sanity. Well, I found a power greater than myself, and it made me insane. And that was that was active addiction and being being addicted to heroin. And then you had to find the power to counteract that. Exactly, and that power was that much greater. And and I think that's where I think that's where the scare comes in for active addicts, in the sense of, you know, fear of the unknown, in the sense of there is something greater than myself motivating my day. Right. Whether I like it or not, there's something greater motivating my day. I don't know what is going to be greater than this if I stop doing it. Yeah, and it, I'm also going to get really sick. Yeah, I mean, the, the sick thing, it, I don't necessarily, for me, I don't necessarily know if that was a motivating factor of, because you're sick all the time. No, I just I remember the the specter of dope sickness was like one of the worst things. Well, that that's, all, that's all. That's all. That's uh, all the gimmick of it, and I'm not, I'm not downplaying in any way um, being you know withdrawing from from an opioid. I'm not downplaying that at all. But what motivated me to stay 
on E. I was always on E, right? Yeah, I always yeah. needed more. I always wanted more. I was, that was that was my thought. The ways and means to to get more. And um, I woke up feeling crappy every day. I went to bed feeling crappy every night. And during the day, everything that I did and everything that I uh, lied, cheat, and stole for was all for what? Still feeling still feeling sick. Sick. I mean, whether 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 I I felt okay after I did the substance that I that I got, I was still forty pounds less than I was supposed to be. Yeah. So how is my body functioning? My body is functioning in a sick state. So if my mind is numb, my body is still feeling the effects of it. So I walked around sick all the time. It's got to be a horrible way to live. I oh can't, yeah, it was, and, and, and can't I can't imagine. It, it was it was more of an existence, and and that's the that's the thing. When you when when you sit back and you look at it, and you analyze it from from a, a, a view of being clean, it, it makes absolutely no sense to me right. why I why I I walked the way that I walked. I wouldn't give up a day. I wouldn't, I wouldn't welcome it again, but I wouldn't give up a day because I wouldn't get to where I am today. And the thing is, is looking back at me, now this is me analyzing me, uh, saying, you know, you poor dude, like what did you do to yourself and the people around you when all you had to do was stop, was say enough is enough. Yeah. I, I and, used to think just, yeah. why don't you just stop? Look at yeah. all this horror that, you know, the... The arrests, the sickness, the car wrecks—you know, all of that. Why put yourself through that? All of that, all, but and the thing is, is in all, all of that stuff. You know, like they always say that uh, things happen in God's time and all of that. Um, I, I believe that even while I was out there existing, it wasn't in my time because because I wasn't making conscious thought. Right. I wasn't making conscious effort. So I'm not sure they say divine intervention or whatever I called it my saturation point. Once I got to that point, I was able to be shown that there may be another way that you might want to use. It didn't come like a lightning bolt saying, hey, uh, now I'm okay and let's do this thing. No, I went kicking and screaming because that's what I knew for for many years. That's I, I existed for many years like that and, and was unaware of how to get out of that frame of mind. You take the substance away and I'm just still just a sick and suffering individual. Right. right. You, you may not have the physical part, but you've certainly got whatever was going on in your head. And right, it needs they to say, be replaced by something more positive, I guess, better. And, well, it's a threefold disease, they say. It's physical, mental, and spiritual. And spiritual, right. So even if I physically got better and I wasn't sick after 72, 96 hours, however many days it takes, I was still mentally and spiritually broken. Right. And that doesn't just cure. Physically, you can take you take the drugs away from somebody and they, you lock them in a room. And 96, you, you ever watch that movie, Man with a Golden Eye with Frank Sinatra? No. Yeah, it's an awesome movie. Awesome movie. He was a, he was a, he was a, and this was like in the 50s or something mm-hmm. like that, 56. He was a card dealer and he was, he was on heroin. And ultimately, um, he was a great dealer and then everybody wanted him. And then he, he, long story short, he locked himself in a room and yeah. shook for X amount of hours 
and he came out and he was Frank Sinatra. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. So, uh, well, but I mean, he was his character, but he came out and he, everything was great and the world loved him and all of that stuff. Now, it's more like the movie uh, of Wine and Roses where they you go you go like entirely insane and um you know it takes a long time you you, you can't just shake it off physically and go whoo okay let me start uh, running that bank again no it doesn't work like that i think people are waiting for the lightning bolt and then you know maybe that's part of the problem yeah not going to get well maybe some people do get the lightning bolt but i think more more people are probably like you. It's a gradual process. It's a, because you got to learn, and there's a lot to learn. Yeah, there's a lot to learn. You got to teach yourself a new way to live. Yeah, I, I mean, and not necessarily. Uh, you have to rely on others to right. teach you, and you have to you have to rely on a lot of the things that I was taught when I was a child. Now, there's a lot of people who aren't taught properly as children and it takes them that much longer right to figure it all out you know i was fortunate that my parents um the world that i grew up in when i was younger uh was full of love full well, of concern and you were taught right from wrong and you yeah. know manners and all of those things i'm sure you were educated you know well, I mean, yeah, yeah. To, I mean, I was I was educated in the in the common school that everybody right, else right. in the in the community was. It was you know a Holy Family uh, grammar school, you know. Um, so I didn't get any other less of a benefit than the neighbors than the community that I grew up in. So I think, I, but there are people out there that don't have that benefit. So right. once they get clean, it's like, okay, now what? Yeah, there's nothing to fall back on. No, nothing at all. We are going to go to break. Dial 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. We'll be back in a moment. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Ready to transform your health and your world? 
Join host Melissa Alexander for Insight Living with Vitality. Melissa and her guests go behind the scenes on what it takes for practitioners and clients to transform themselves and others. She provides insight to medical procedural breakthroughs, available product resources, and explains lifestyle choices designed to improve and expand your vitality. It's time to get rid of that baggage, remove those blockages, and prevent buildup from hindering your progress in life. Tune in every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that'll help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And we're back. Hey, if you'd like to uh, be part of the show and share a little bit of your knowledge on recovery or addiction or whatever it is that you're in the in the world of addiction about, give us a call, 866-472-5792. We'll be happy to talk to you. Or send me an email at ray at miraclesandrecovery.org. That's ray at miraclesandrecovery.org. Uh, we'll send you out a media packet. You can fill it out. We'll have you on as a featured guest, and you can share about your book, share about your life, share about your wisdom or your directorship at a at a facility or whatever it is that you want to talk about. We're open to talk about it. I mean, Ellen and I were talking about fixing her car earlier, so this show <laughs> is your show. You can... Talk about anything. And fixing the car is not a happy thing. Oh, no, I, I, you know, getting back to that, I had to, I had to put a, uh, I had to order a part for my car. It's a 2008 as well. And when, at a certain, at, at, at going from uh, second to third, when it shifted, it vibrated the, the, the back. Um, it's a, it's a, it's an all wheel drive Cadillac. So the back, uh, Universal joint, I thought, vibrated. So I brought it to my mechanic, and he and he said, uh, "This is the part you need." So I got I got the the rear drive shaft, and I drove around for maybe about a week or so after I got it, and I you know I made an appointment. And he says, "Come in Wednesday, this that thing." So I, I missed that, and I went in like Friday, and um, I got the part. I gave it to him, and he went up underneath it. And took a bracket off, and the whole thing fell. Oh, gosh. Yeah. He said, the only thing that was keeping you driving was this silly little bracket. Wow. Because other than that, it would have just, you know, vibrated itself right out of the joint. So, you know, I don't want to turn this into a car show, but, I mean, <laughs> if, you, if your car's acting up, now might be a good time to get it checked out. Yeah, because, definitely. I had terrible yeah. brake problems that I didn't know anything about, so... You know, car, cars are lethal weapons. 
Yeah, and and if you and if you want to run around crazy chasing your addict, you need something to do that That's with. That's right. So, you, yeah. gotta, you need a car to do it in. Believe yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. You 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 can't get to the uh, the place that they're crashing. Every time every time I'm down on US one and I pass Easy Street, I think of M that night that I went down there and <clears throat> grabbed her off the street, and she tried jumping out of the car, yeah. and I was holding her by the wrist, and that's just nuts. And yeah. and I and I said that my I said that at my point. Never again. I can't do this again. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I love the kid, but you got to go. Yeah. You know? She was making me just as nuts as she was. Yes. If not crazier, because That's I was clean. Do. You know? That is exactly what they do. And, you know, as a parent, it, it's horrible because you think you should be able to fix it. And you try to fix it and, you you know, actually probably make it worse. Yeah. And. Until I got to the point where I just thought there is no way that I'm going to be able to influence this one way or the other, and accepted that. And it took years of me but trying. But you probably still didn't really accept it, right? Like, I mean, no, I have now. I totally no. Well, have. now, yeah. But I mean, even like when you say, you know, like when, um, you know, my mother told a story about having to go up in front of her peers and saying, you know, I got to let you go. Yeah. I, I I truly believe that she believed that. But I don't think, you know, I mean, I, she believed her actions had to show that. But I really don't think that she ultimately said, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, I think they told her that she should mourn you now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, I mean, were, I, you know, basically yeah. you're already dead. Yeah, I mean, I, I get all of that, but I don't necessarily know. I mean, and, and that's just human nature and human behavior. Um, if If this was going on with my kid. It's very hard. Yeah. And, and you, you yeah. want to control it. And yeah. you do all these things for the illusion of control. Yeah. Not realizing that it's an illusion. You keep thinking, you know, because, again, the promise is, okay, I'm, go- I'm going to do it right this time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Christmas. I love Christmas. I, I promise this, you know, I'm never getting high again. All of that kind of stuff. You hear that over and over and over. And every time you hear it, you want to believe it. And, you know, things have happened in between that were so yeah. terrible. How could anyone want to live this way when you don't have to? And it's it's just, it makes you crazy. Yeah. You know, I think we actually maybe get crazier than y'all do. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, right. Because, I mean, at least we had something motivating us. We had a chemical motivating us. You just had Yeah, we crazy. just have misery. Yeah. And, you know, fear and yeah. heartache and, you know, People judging us trying as to be bad the voice of reason, trying to be the voice of reason that was just as nuts as the individual that yeah. they were trying to reason with. Well, you know? I, and you know, occasionally I would get really angry, and yeah, you know, I've, I did all kinds of crazy stuff. Now, let me ask you a question: Do you find have you found yourself not necessarily back in the madness, but have you found yourself in a situation? Um. That your body feels like you were or you are back there again. Yeah, stressful situations. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Does it because because stress knows no no feeling. Stress is stress. Right. And we we interpret it as uh, you know, lonely, hate, anger. We interpret all of that stuff. It's just stress. So, you know, I'm wondering if I mean I, I I haven't been able. I haven't been able to, or I haven't been unfortunate enough to put myself in a spot where I'm trying to hang on to somebody as they're trying to jump out of the car. Yeah. Again, but 
I can almost guarantee you if I'm ever in a situation or if I'm ever in a situation and I feel the anxiety that I felt, it's going to remind me of being there. Well, but in the moment, I don't yeah. know that you would recognize it because, you know, the the stress and the anxiety and the fear and all that stuff is so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You don't really even realize that's what's going on. Right. And as a parent of an, a long-term addict, it was just my normal state of being after a while. Wake up. Yeah, you wake like, up yeah. fearful. You go to bed fearful. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you... You sleep with your purse under your pillow because you never yeah. know when they might break in the house and sneak up to your room. I guess That's it's the happened. same thing. I guess it's the same thing as like what I was saying. I walked around sick. I mean, I woke up with a hole in my belly and I went to bed with a hole right. in my belly. And you so, do. Yeah. But, but you're, you know, we are going through it conscious and, and yeah. you know, hopefully and in our <laughs> right minds. And and the the fear was overwhelming. I think it was fear more than anything mm. that that bothered me. Also, I felt rejected by her, abandoned by her. Yeah. You know, we we had been really close since she was a baby. I mean, I'm a, I'm her mom, but I mean, we were mother daughter close, and I right. felt that she had abandoned me. For yeah, I, I, I no, I, I get that. I guess you know. What, I had to really sit and think about it, but I, you know, when I started parsing my thoughts, that's the one that came to the yeah, top. Yeah, I mean, and, and that and that makes sense when you when you say that, you know. And it's funny because we we don't give ourselves the opportunity or the uh, ability, I guess, in a case like that, to be able to figure out what it is that is the underlying factor why we are. Uh, feeling rejected or attacked or, you know, in your, in your case, um, you know, abandoned um, until after the fact. Right. You know, so that keeps driving us mad down the road. And, you know, I, I don't know if there's a way to be able to um, recognize it and, and, eradicate it right away because because it because it's insidious and it, and it's you know it, it just attacks everyone at any different angle if you were able to clarify that and push it to the side it would have came at you in another way right you and know? you know it's 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 emotions and yeah. it's very difficult to deal with powerful unpleasant negative yeah. emotions and, you know, that's what we're dealing with. Everything right. about it is powerful and negative. And yeah. it makes you fearful, angry, sad. Crazy. Crazy. Just straight up crazy. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. chaos that ensues around. And and how do you, you can't stop the chaos no. unless you completely cut yourself off from that person. And, you know, the, the funny thing is, is that, you know, I described something earlier and you're describing something now. And it's just... Two people running around crazy. My motivator was was a different one than yours, but we are still feeling all the same emotional turmoil throughout the day with what it is that this thing has got us with. Right. You know, and and how how we can um adjust that going forward we can only personally adjust that in us we can't we can't throw money at that to fix a crazy 
right? True. I mean, in a no, sense it of, doesn't work. In a sense <laughs> of if somebody walked, knocked on your door was when M was running around like a nut, hiding in the woods across the street, yeah. and handed you a briefcase with a million bucks in it, it wouldn't have done any good. None. None. And I know that. You know? I mean, I might could have locked her up somewhere It would have done for good while, for but... me. If they would have handed it to me, it would have done good because oh, yeah, I would you... have had a deviant response to that. You didn't have a de- you don't you don't have a deviant response. You had a loving response to what was going on. So it was acting on two different. It's just crazy. Yeah, you know, totally crazy. But you're right when you think about it. As an addict, you probably could have used that money mm-hmm. to buy your drugs. But to as someone dead. trying to help an addict, yeah. You doesn't can throw matter. all the money in the world at it, and it doesn't. No. The end result is always going no. to be the same until that person is ready yeah. to stop. They are not going to. Yeah, the and tens of thousands of dollars I spent uh, through insurance, I got it for free because I was ready. I was saturated. I was. It was. I was done. You know, and and that's the thing. I, I could have ran through. How much more? Countless more. If somebody would have handed me a briefcase, I would have went running like a nut until oh, yeah. I stopped breathing. You know? I, I read. Speaking of that, I don't know. Um, I read a, an article on some social media. I'm not sure which, what it was or, or, you know, what page it was or anything like that. It was about a woman talking about her son's overdose. And he was 17 years old. Wow. Well. Um, an athlete in high school and this and that and the other thing and and what uh, made him take that pill, who knows, right? Like like what made me smoke my first joint? What made me do my first line? What made me shoot my first? Probably uh, a lot of it's peer pressure. Right. But anyway, who who knows, right? That's not that's not what we're looking at. Kid took a pill and he died. Oh wow. The first time his, he ever took it? His friend took a pill. He died. They I woke, wonder. They, they woke up dead. Let's put it that way. Right? Fentanyl? Um, yeah, yeah. It was laced with fentanyl. Now, now they, said, they said today, I heard on the radio, that 80% of the fentanyl comes from China. Yes. I, I never knew that. And apparently, quite a bit of it legally, they keep changing a molecule here and there. Uh-huh. So that it's it's not totally illegal, but I even when you buy pills off the street, right? They are probably laced with fentanyl. Yeah, well, it used to point. be when I, it used to be, and um, my daughter asked me the uh, because I have I have a bridge, a complete bridge, mm-hmm. right? My my teeth are a mess, and a lot of older addicts have broken up right. teeth. And it's because of the quinine that they used to put. Yes. Right? It would it would tear your teeth apart. And um you know, now they're using other substances, more lethal substances. You know, I mean yeah, quinine. This is wasn't, such a, a yeah. terribly dangerous drug. I mean yeah. just a tiny bit of it will kill you. In anything. I mean, they're putting it in anything just as fill, and that's scary. Very scary. But I guess if you buy pills off the street, you cannot be assured at this point that they came directly from a pharmacy and somebody no, poured no, them out of they, a bottle. They're yeah. probably yeah, lacing they're, them with stuff so they can make them go farther. And fentanyl yeah. is 
the go-to thing, apparently. And, you know, like we've said before, a lot of addicts will rush to the place where someone overdosed and try to get those drugs. Yeah. Yeah, Because, hey, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to hurt you or it's not going to hurt me. No. And I'll get a better high. Yeah, it's it's just, it's a crazy cycle. I remember hearing that and, and thinking, how insane is that? Somebody died and you want to go buy drugs from the person they bought them from? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's just, that's that's insanity at its best right there, you oh, know? Totally. And, and we used to drive up the highway going chasing after, you know, and, and that's definitely insanity. Yes. Um, to look back on it, but to be in the moment, that was that, that was common sense thought. <laughs> You know what I mean? So common that sense just, addict think. Yeah, well, that just goes to show you where where you get to the shell of the human being that you become. I mean, I would like to think that, um, you know, like like I've I've said before that, you know, the very first time that I that I that I did heroin, I was I was uh, um, addicted to it, and mm-hmm. it wasn't physically; it was mentally. It calmed my mind. Right. My mind was going in 9,000 directions when I was a kid. Always did. It still does uh, quite a bit today. Maybe not 9,000, maybe about 3,000. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's just... But you understand it. That's what I was blessed with. I was blessed with a mind that, that here's ticking instead of what I'm supposed to be focused on. Um, and it calmed it down. And I went, this is cool. Ultimately, it didn't take me long to be physically addicted right. to it because I wanted that. I wanted that calm. Now I can sort my stuff out. Thinking, I could never. I, and even today, I, 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 um, I, I have to pat myself on the back because I do wonders with with what I deal with inside me. And you know, it's not yeah. it's not anything that's bad. It's just that I don't. I have a Rolodex of things that I do if I want to entice myself into negative thinking. Mm-hmm. But to line line my day out from chapter one to chapter twelve, somewhere it goes like one nine seven four three six, you know, because I don't keep straight thought, and that's something that I that I did great for a while, but I've gotten away from a little bit so i need to refocus on that and get myself back and i think it's like you say it's it's stress right with stress i i get well i find yeah i can't remember things yeah Mm -hmm. like people's names movie names song names all kinds of things just disappear from my mind and then they come back later i actually asked my doctor about it because i was concerned and she said no it's stress yeah, no, it's very true. And you know, it's funny. Well, like, I I go to I went to uh, um, a golf. I, I volunteered at a golf uh, event yesterday for uh, it's red, white, and you. It's for it's it's uh, for veterans. You know, when I went to the PGA thing and I got the twenty four mm-hmm. weeks of free golf and all of that. Well, that this that all like feeds it and and funds it and all of that. And I remember standing there with someone that I golfed with, and I said, if somebody comes up. And knows who I am from Toys for Tots. Please introduce yourself because I may not remember their name. Yeah, you know, and you know those are the little tools that I learned along the way. You know, and uh, with that, we are going to go to break. We will be back uh, shortly. Dial eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. That's eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. We'll be back in a moment. 
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you tired of the healthcare system only treating your symptoms and never addressing the root cause? Discover how integrative medicine can resolve health issues through dietary and lifestyle changes and the use of natural supplements. Increase your energy, memory, mood, immune system, sexuality, and more. Join Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton to help you take back your health with natural evidence-based solutions. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you figured out what to attract in your life in order to make it successful? There are those who can and those who can learn. Your intensified energy gives you willpower to move the bar forward and be happy. Happy people spread their energy throughout their lives, and once they figure it out, go on to be successful at nearly everything they set their mind to. Join host Ellen Morano and her panel of guest experts and co-hosts on Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life, Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Health and Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We got the Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And we are back again for the last segment. Man, it just it just like flies by, doesn't it? It really does. We need it really a, does. We need one of those eight hour shows, I think. I don't know if I could sit still <laughs> for eight hours. No, I, I know you I know I, I know I couldn't. I I get antsy after about twenty minutes. But the you know, the cool thing is is that, you know, we're we're getting our message out there and I, I'm very comfortable having a conversation with you. Right. I, I, if it was just some random person, I don't necessarily know if we would come across the way that we do with with our. I probably I might end up arguing with the individual a little more, like because there's some goofy things that you have said. Yeah, you didn't like I, substance use disorder at all. No, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> you got real but mad I, about no, that. But I let it go. I mean, I I let you know that it was something that we probably weren't going to. Uh, engage in you know but 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 i'm okay with that you know what i mean i'm 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 quite all right with people's own interpretation of 
what it is that I was or am. I'm just not all right with them trying to tell me that that's the way that I have to look at it. And this is the world that we, not necessarily even just with addiction. I mean, you turn on the TV today and there's somebody telling you this stupid baby, it's cold outside song. Come on. Oh, I know. know. Charlie Brown was, was, come on. You know, Something Rudolph's, was wrong with Charlie Brown? Well, they, they had the Thanksgiving one, and they were all sitting around the table, and, and um, there was a, a black kid sitting on the table on one side of the table by himself in a rickety chair. Yeah. So people uh, jumped on that. And then now they're saying that Rudolph was being bullied. Yeah, I heard you that know, too. Like, come on, man. Please. So, I, so when somebody tells me that I have substance use disorder, I tell them they're an idiot. You know, you are not in the minority, I think. And and it's generally the addicts that are, you know, recovering addicts that are angry about the new the new name. Well, because because they tell us to embrace what we are and what we are is what we are is a group of addicts trying to do the right thing and trying to get better. And if if in any way, when I when I came in out of the storm, they said to me. Well, we used to call you addicts, but now we think you just have a substance use disorder that immediately waters down who I am and what my intentions are for being there. Right. I, I understand that. Yeah. And But from the other side, you know, from the, the family side, we see the prejudice that immediately mm-hmm. comes up when you say so-and-so is an addict. And, you know, it's like, it's... It's looked upon badly, and you don't want your family member, especially if they've gotten recovery, to have to go through that, you know, that, that shaming yeah. process. But, you know, I understand but we it walk from proud. perspective, You know too. what I mean? We walk proud, so, right. you know, that, that's almost but, like— But, you know, it can keep you from getting a job and things like that, that, that kind of label. Well, that's what the second word is about, and it's anonymous, you know, right. I mean, granted, I, 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 people in my community knew that I was up to no good. Um, but they also knew when I started doing the right thing that positive things were happening. So if somebody, if we declassified it mm-hmm. or, or, or declarified it a little bit and didn't make it as edgy as addict and, and, um, People, well, addict, alcoholic. I mean, all of the, any type of of addiction, gambling, all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's coming under. Well, gambling wouldn't be substance use disorder, but it is a use disorder. So you know, they're for people that don't. Well, that's what they use for billing, and the World yeah. Health Organization puts it out, so it's worldwide. Right. They're trying to change but, the labeling, basically. But the the people the people that do coding and billing. Wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for us. So they need to they need to respect the title that we use. I get I get the whole thing, and I don't want to get into all of that crap, you know. Um, but the bottom line is is that you know today I'm today I'm I'm not the individual that I was. I am the individual that I was. I just have a a, a new lease on life. I have a better understanding of how I got to the point of being homeless, helpless, and loveless. And it wasn't the actions of anyone in my family that forced me there. It wasn't the lack of love. It wasn't the lack of care. It wasn't the lack of, of uh, 
Support commonality family, of family. Yeah, no, it wasn't any of that stuff. It was my selfishness, you know. And and like I said, you know, when when I first uh, took an opiate, it, it calmed me down. My 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 mind went silent. And today, like I said, I used to run nine thousand in nine thousand different directions. I only run in three thousand now. So if I could have put that in motion back then, who's to say where I'd be today? Who's to say I'd be sitting here sharing that, you know, I've been in recovery for 29 years. Right. Almost, you know, almost 30. Uh, February. Yeah. February yeah. would be 30. Wow. I'm closer to 30 than 29. Yep. You That's are. That's crazy, right? That is crazy. I mean, and stop and think, I've heard you say before that you have Tools now, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I hear a lot of people say I've got a set of tools, and that did not make sense to me, because to me, tools are you know wrenches, screwdrivers, yeah. you know. But I, I've actually heard people say I've got tools in my toolbox now to to be able to handle this, and I was thinking what? And I, you know, I guess it's conscious thought to take the steps that you've been taught. Yeah. You know, call somebody, you know, do the, do this, do that mm-hmm. before you pick up a drug or a drink. Right, like I refer to that Rolodex. There's 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 all different things. The card in there, the use card is in there. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be there. I'm an addict. I'm 29 years clean and today's a good day to get high. I just don't have to get to that card. Right. Can I push out can I pull all the other cards out of that Rolodex and grab that card? Absolutely. I've seen it happen. I've seen people with 30 years go back out. Yeah, me too. You know, it's not that now the dogs are starting to get uh, the agitated. The dogs are getting yeah. antsy here. Yeah. I guess an hour is too much for them. It's not. <laughs> a, it's not enough for us, but it's too much for them. So I, you know, I mean, I could pull all those cards out, throw them over my shoulder, and grab the use card. That use card always has to be there, or I will forget where I came from. If somebody tells you that they're past it, mm-hmm. don't send your children near them. Yeah. You know, don't send anybody near them for advice because they're still lying to themselves. Worse now than before. I mean, when I was lying to myself and I was dirty, that's one thing. If I'm lying to myself when I'm clean, I'm going back to being dirty. Right. You know, Einstein once said, uh, I saw a bumper sticker and it said, uh, it had Einstein's face and it said, you can't simultaneously prepare for war and practice peace. And that is or so Or practice true. peace and prepare for war. And that's the same exact thing with addiction. You cannot practice recovery and prepare for relapse. You're either doing one or the other. There's no, there's no medium there. And if you're lying to yourself today and you're clean, you're preparing for relapse. And... Um, that's one thing that I learned. I, am I the most honest person in the world? Absolutely not. I fall short on a daily basis. Well, you know? because that's human nature. We all exactly. Do. We're human. I don't use that as an excuse. Right. I take that as an awareness. Now, do I fall short? Absolutely. But do I intentionally lie to the people I love for self gain? I I try not to. Right. When I was out there, I absolutely did because that was they were the easiest targets. That way, and that was my emotional tool. That was that made that allowed me to be the emotional terrorist right. that I was, and you know, 
today, that card is in that Rolodex, you know, and, and every other thing, all the other tools, you know, like even the, the, the stupid the stupid slogan card. Yeah. You don't see those bumper stickers anymore. I wonder why, because I think everybody hated them. Which ones? You know, uh, just for today, live and oh, let yeah, live. Yeah, yeah. They don't sell those anymore. I don't necessarily know if, you know, the the person who got in charge of it thought they were dumb too. And, and well, I thought they were dumb when I first heard them, but you know, once you start breaking them down and analyzing them, they're they're pretty, they're pretty smart. I just oh, no, thought they, they are. were they, they are, but I just didn't want to hear it silly. at the time. Oh, yeah. of course you don't. Yeah. Just for today, what the heck does that mean? Yeah, keep it simple, stupid. Okay, okay. How do we keep it simple? This is not something that is simple. But you know, I guess if, if you think about it, one thread at a time, rather than throwing everything out there at once. Right. Maybe that's how you simplify things. But, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of really – one day at a time is yeah. one of the best ones because you can do today what it would appall you to do if you had to do it for the rest of your life. You can do it for one day. You can do it for one hour. Right. You know, you can do this. And I think a lot of people think they can't because they're overwhelmed by the, the idea of this is forever. No, forever is just today. And that's it. And that's all we've got right now. So work on it as best you can in the moment. Right. Okay. Um, I think we have two special guests on the line. I think uh, Gail and Karen are live right now. Oh, hi, ladies. Oh, hi. Whoa. Hi, Karen. I, I'm getting a lot of feedback here. A lot, a lot of feedback. Um, can you hear me? Can hear you, but you're echoing. Yeah, you're, you're yeah, echoing well, this. It's because my other phone. Yeah, okay. Yeah, just, 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 sit, just sit quiet. Just sit quiet. We only have about a minute left. I figured I'd, I'd pull you both in because you were listening on the phone <laughs> because it, the feed is down. But... Uh, you know, it's just not it's just not coming in. We have we have static in our ears too. There's something something funny going on. But uh we're yeah. on, we're almost done with the show. So oh there you are. I think you're good. You on now? Who am I? Yes, I am. Yeah, you you still but, sound a little crappy, but Karen on let her talk. She probably hung up when she found out <laughs> she was live. <laughs> yeah, she she might have. Yeah. Um all through the show I was kinda of busy in the kitchen, but uh-huh. I had uh, uh, some things that I wanted to say. Okay. It is you only got a minute, my belief. You got a minute. I believe that. I, go ahead. You got a minute. Make it quick. Oh, I'm quickly saying it. That um, I'll have to wait till next Monday. I'll remember what I wanted to say. Okay, write it down, Mom. I will. All right. Hi, Can't wait to hear it. Hi. Hope you're doing good up there in the frozen north. Yeah, I am. Good. Yeah, I'm holding babies. That's why I came back. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That's all that matters, right? Yeah. Did you put a Christmas tree up? Uh, no. Chris and Angie brought a little tabletop one. Oh, okay. Like what Grandma used to have. Wonderful all right, we have we we have uh, about thirty seconds left, so just just hang okay. on for a minute, Mom. Just hang on for a minute, Mom. Yep. Um, you know, it's been a, it's been a very good show. It has. Uh, and 
with that. With miracles in recovery, hope is in your corner. That it is. Stay blessed, everyone. Good night. Good night. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.